This episode is brought to you by the Vegas Built app. Save money on services, shopping, and especially when you dine out at participating restaurants in the Las Vegas area. Download it now on your mobile app store or visit VegasBuilt.com. Previously on For No Good Reason. Are you crying? Uh, yeah, I'm tearing up a little oh, bit. Oh, boss, yeah. you, you took you to be crying. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Juliet. <laughs> you always make me feel good about myself. And you make me wet, too. Oh! People were making beats with their pencils on the tables oh, and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. And like, if we would do it in the lunchroom, and like, you'd get a crowd around us, and I'd be the only white kid throwing it. Now there's so many white rappers, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> Aren't but, the, best, the best rappers are white? <laughs> I'm, hey, don't get me on. in no trouble. <laughs> and we do flirt with each other. Um, I guess I would consider him my work husband. Mm. Oh. Sitting right here, I kick it top tier, sipping on my motherfucking PBR beer. Yeah, yeah I know I like it, I always don't write it. Freestyle off the top, get the crowd excited. I ignite it, something like a lighter. Everything I do, boy, you know it's coming fire. Jump, just jump one time. Check this out. But now, like your breath still stinks because you gotta eat something. Hey, I'm not surprised, mother. People are so scared to lose that they don't even try. It's brand new, but the problem is it's so brand new that if I mess it up, it's for no good reason. Here's Mike. Yeah, uh, uh Roland. Pull down your pants. You know, I, I can't do accents. Katrina. And even if a snake bit you, you don't suck the snake. <laughs> and producer Paul. What the? Okay. Why these guys have a show? I don't know. Dang, yo, 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 what up, what up, what Woo. up, what up, everybody? This is For No Good Reason. Thank you so much for having us on. You can subscribe to the show now. Go to FNGRpodcast.com. And, of course, you can always follow us on Facebook and on Instagram. At FNGRpodcast. FNGRpodcast. Hit us up. Love to hear from you. We are recording live from the world-famous FNGR Network Studios here in Las Vegas. Producer Paul, what's up? Yo, man, I almost... I don't know what was happening, bro. All I did was have a sip of water, and I felt like I was dying, man. Oh, yeah, you were choking. Oh, nah, man, no choking, just, you know, no, no recovering, choking. recovering. No time for choking. No time, bro. What up with you, bro? Man, I... <laughs> How you feeling? I'm feeling okay. Yeah? I'm feeling all right, but you know, it's kind of weird, though, because I'm, I don't know, I feel like I'm, I, I have, like, feedback going on in my headphones. Oh, so it, yeah, yeah. It's throwing me it. off. Can right. you hear that? Yeah, a little bit, a little you bit. You can hear that a little bit. Oh, lot. now, now it it's sounds a little better. better, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, damn. You know what I'm feeling uh, a little better. I know everything's gonna be okay. Uh, yeah, everything's gonna be all right. Dancer. Oh! Mm. Choreographer. Come on, man. Respiratory therapist. Oh, okay, with the breathing. <laughs> Rapper. Hey. Actor. Oh! Model. Get out of here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Matt Goss. Let's go. Yo. Low song, shit, low song. Hey. Oh, low song. Oh, hey. oh, oh, I'll get it. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Man, What's up, killing guys? It, man, killing it. Man, Matt, thank you for being here. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, guys. So is it Matthew, Matt? What, what do you prefer? Uh, we can go by Matt. Matt. Yeah, Matt, people Matt. nowadays know me as uh, my whole name, Matthew Gobb, yeah. but that's you stage follow him name. on Instagram. There you go. Yeah, yeah. at Matthew Gobb. Yes. That's how I know you. Yes, yes sir. But, but I've also <laughs> seen you on TV and stuff, too. Oh, yeah. you did? Oh. That, that's how I really oh, know Oh, man, oh, man. I know him. <laughs> I know him. Uh, so, yeah, I said rapper. Yeah. <laughs> said, a little bit. I said uh, no, actor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Model. Yeah. Yes. Model. Yeah, yeah. But really. Oh. It's dance? Yes. 
Mainly dancer. Mainly dancer. People know me more so as did the dancer choreographer um, that they know, but there's a little other stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. do some stuff on the side too. Oh, but. <laughs> yeah. Just creative yeah. all around. All around. All around creative. Dude. Bro, you've been on TV, man. Yeah. Dude, dancing. Yeah. Doing the damn thing. <laughs> yeah. Bro, how did this all like come about, dude? Um, you know, uh, the first time I, w- I ever saw myself on television was in 2017 uh-huh. at the Latin Grammy Awards. Oh, and shit. Funny how that came about was because I, I just got a text message from a uh, the a studio owner that I teach weekly classes at at the time. Okay. Um, shout out to Vanji Culture Shock Las Vegas. Hey. That's, oh, shout out. That's who hooked me up. Um, and so she hit me with the text and said, "Hey, did you did you want to go do this um, Latin Grammy Awards?" As soon as I heard Latin Grammy Awards, I said, "Yes, of course, yeah, of course." <laughs> they told me the artist, and I was. They were like, um, "It's going to be for Nikki Jam, Steve, Steve Aoki, Damn. Damn. and uh, J Balvin." I had no I, w- I only knew Steve Aoki I didn't know Anything The other the other guys Yeah And so I told my classmates Because I was still going to Respiratory school And I told oh, them damn. about it oh. Yeah At the same time So it was happening at the same time And I told them I said hey I'm going to be dancing For Nikki Jam J Balvin I don't know who those guys are And they, they <laughs> get, like ah! They were like, because they're super into the the reggaeton scene. Yeah, yeah. So they were like, that's actually a really big deal. And I'm like, uh, and then I looked these guys up and they're like doing stuff with Will Smith and um, just everybody have millions of views. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I was like, they're heavy hitters. Whoa. Yeah. Heavy hitters for sure. And so what we call that in the dance world is just a direct booking. I didn't have to audition. I didn't have to go to a cattle call. Because you were that good. Uh, <laughs> the, rep, the reputation. <laughs> reputation, yeah. Oh, Proceeds. So, <laughs> Proceeds him. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that was the crazy thing is I didn't really have to um, do much besides accept it. Gotcha. And yeah. uh, when we did it, it was just kind of like a whole party on stage. There was like 30 dudes on the stage mm. okay. and we were all just like formation changing and just partying more so. But I mean, that was like the chillest, but the most like high, like thing that I've ever, I've ever done. I've performed. That was like thousands of people. That was like the most that I've ever done. And it was the most chillest feeling because we didn't do that much choreography. Mm. We were just more so like on the stage, like, um, hyping him up, formation changes, lifting up Steve Aoki, but that was it. Like it was just like a whole party on stage. And that was like one of the bigger parts of my career so far. Wait, wait, when was this? Like how long ago? 2017. 2017. Yeah. And that was the first time you were, um, that I saw myself on TV. On TV. Yeah. Grammys. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, real quick though, man, you you always dress this fly, bro. Yeah. Like you, where you always, coming from, man? Yeah, dude, um, where are you going? I'm, yeah. I'm coming what you from got after the, right now after let this me, interview. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm coming from home. From, oh, I'm coming oh, from fashionista. Home. Let me write that down. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the model part. Yeah. That's right there. Yeah. You always been this fly? Um, no. 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 No, no, no. no, no how did no. how did that start? You know, um <laughs> I I always like to say um the people that were like ugly ducklings when they were growing up, they be, they become I was no, I was. I really was. <laughs> they become beautiful swans when they get older. There it is. And yeah. so um I was not the cutest. I I could like show pictures I had like bangs and I didn't care about bangs. <laughs> I didn't care about like what my hair looked like. I didn't care about my body my body odor anything like you know just like <laughs> a regular like here. teen boy like they don't really care they just like <laughs> is that here in vegas <laughs> um no i'm actually from chicago illinois oh, oh yes Chi town yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so um i'm f- originally from there i moved here almost 10 years ago now okay so oh, i've okay. seen vegas kind of change and all that yeah. but um born and raised in chicago illinois 
You went to high school where? I went to Bolingbrook High School out in out in Illinois. It's like a suburban um, uh-huh. town, like about forty five minutes from Chicago. Yeah. And then I moved here uh, going into my junior year of high school. So then I started going oh. to Coronado, Coronado High School. Coronado. If you guys know where that is, yeah, 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 yeah. South, yeah, yeah. <laughs> South Side, yeah. South Side. <laughs> but from Chicago South Side to. Las it's, Vegas it's different. Yeah, it's, it's different. different. <laughs> it's way different. It's, 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 what, yeah. what, what was it like in Chicago growing up? You know, um, lots of culture, um, great food. Yeah. Um, I, I grew up with the majority of just minorities around me all the time. Yeah, so yeah. it was... Um, a lot of Filipinos? Uh, yes, but there's actually a lot more I see in the West Side, like uh, California and even in Vegas. There's like a bigger community. Um, out over here, oh, actually, oh, no. yeah. Oh, okay. So when I when I like growing up in Chicago, it was just um, I was meeting all kinds of people, oh. you know, and uh, you know, lots of culture. Again, great food. You like, Filipino? Sorry, I am Filipino. Oh, you are. I am Filipino. Man, I didn't want to assume <laughs> no, no, no. the answer. <laughs> I, I didn't want to be like, Yo, dude. I, I, I mean, listen, bro. But <laughs> when I first met Matt, right, I was like, I, I didn't even ask you, bro. I kind of, you know, I did already kind of assume because, bro, you dance, yeah. you're dancing this fly, bro. So it's like I know. Filipinos could dance, bro. Yeah, dance, right. sing, the best do, dancers, do right, in the world. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, you know, we, we got some swag. We got yeah. our own kind of swag. <laughs> <laughs> so, in, in Chicago, though, like you were exposed to a lot of different cultures. It was just yes. Uh, where did the dance come into play, though? You know, um, and I say this, and a lot of specifically a lot of other Filipinos can say it too, but they started getting inspired, and so have I, by the Jabberwockies. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, shout out, man! This kind of you yeah, know, Roland I, was a. Uh, Jabberwocky. Oh, you were? Yeah. Oh, no, wow. No. Oh, wow. Sick. <laughs> I was like, oh, show me a move. That'd be awesome. He's I would like, totally yes, believe yes, that. Yes. I totally believe that. <laughs> it's in there I somewhere. I, I, yeah. There. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's somewhere. I think I think everyone's a Jabberwocky somehow and yeah. connected to a Jabberwocky. <laughs> oh, really? Being Filipino. Oh, it's, always, right. it's, it's always somebody's cousin or uncle right. or like, oh, yeah, I know so-and-so. Right. There's a connection, right? It's Is in there, there somewhere. It's in there. You just got to unlock it. That's my cousin's cousin, uncle. Yeah, yeah. I say if you don't know know that person you know somebody that knows that, that, that person that knows that person it's so you, that small you saw uh i'm, I'm assuming abdc or did you yes. know jabberwockies prior um i didn't actually i started learning about them um after i knew them from america's best dance crew okay. oh, um yeah. i was in eighth grade hey. yes oh, i was in eighth okay. grade when okay. it came out when when they uh won the first season yeah mm-hmm. and um none of us knew how to dance it was like a group of friends of mine um and we had one friend that knew how to how to b-boy and so we learned from him i remember in my basement we would go after school and we would just learn a bunch of tricks we would do he would teach us like a bunch of freezes a bunch of power oh, moves wow. that's when i started doing flares air chairs and that's why it's still embedded in my body now like wow. i can just do it on a job if i wanted to yeah but i've been doing it for that long so my my body's just kind of kept it wow. in that way so anyways we started learning from him and then our middle school at the time in illinois um mm-hmm. was hosting it was it was called jane adams middle school so they said jane adams best dance crew oh, okay. <laughs> and so, so we formed a group me and my friends and i and we had that one friend that was a dancer so of course we put him in the middle right. <laughs> we were trying to like run him up but he was still teaching us moves at the time and like, i mean majority of us were like our asian boys so we were like yeah. trying to really live up to uh you know jabberwockies and we felt like because they were um of that kind uh, of that ethnicity like us it, it gave us even that more of a of a kick like oh i think we yeah. can really do this like because yeah. you've never for us at least in in my 
in my uh, school and my generation, like we never see, we never seen Filipinos or Asian guys be put on like that mm. and just put up in the, in the spotlight. And we saw the reactions of like the schools and everybody that loved them so much. Like mm-hmm. we, we never felt that kind of love uh, within our group, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? So we were really proud and we wanted to, to do the same thing. So um, then fast forward, we went, it was at the dance that they had this competition okay. and there was like maybe four other teams. It's oh. like a, <laughs> who got served? Is it, yeah, yeah, like, you, you got served. served. You, you got, got served. served. You got served. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who was it? Who got served? <laughs> who got served? <laughs> so, so the the funny story is that um, there was four of us, right? Yeah. <laughs> Three other teams ended up dropping out. So it was just you. It was just our group. <laughs> so you guys did a so showcase. We, so, we, <laughs> yeah. so we won the title, yeah, but yeah, nobody yeah, nobody yeah. else did anything. Bro, they, made a show. they got scared. They're they like, oh, scared. shit. Yeah, they They're all like, dropped oh, out. Filipinos. Oh, shit. I don't know why. They all <laughs> dropped out. And so what we did was, since we were so inspired by the Jabberwockies, we actually did a, um, a tribute to, I think it was like one of their final sets on um, the show. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. like before they won the championship, they had to do one more number. Mm. And it, I think it was called- PYT? No, no, no. Um, but that's a good one. That's my favorite one. Oh, that's your favorite personally. One? Yes. Um, I think it's like Red Pill or something. Red Pill. Red Pill. Yeah, yeah. Where they were all in all mm. red. Um, and we we did that song. We did our own version of something, and um, we won. Woohoo! Because yes. there was nobody else there. Because <laughs> there was nobody else. Wait, when they did the, uh, the 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 battle, I guess when they had the red. Yeah. Like I was like, why did they do that? Like I like the white. But yeah, yeah. I remember it was. I was um, like, why is it red? They were like going back. They were doing like a back in time timeline thing, uh-huh. and then the guy was like, uh, Rainin was head spinning for like a whole minute at the yeah. end they, oh they, they changed gosh. their mask and stuff oh yeah okay, okay, I got it yeah. <laughs> yeah right and so since then it's been um I kind of took a break from it and uh, I was just strictly uh b-boying at the time b-boy. when I was in Chicago yeah um and then I didn't get into choreography like all the stuff that I do now um like the main chunk of what I do mm-hmm. I didn't get into that until I moved to Vegas be- being a b- yeah. I'm sorry oh, being a b-boy yeah. is yeah. a different category like you can say oh dancer but to say you're a b-boy like that's something else yeah it's more of like um. so you think like you have dance and then you have these branches of disciplines yeah. and styles yeah. and, and different like techniques and all that so um, then that's where b-boying comes in it's it's own branch of foundation yeah um, and it's like one. it's one of the elements of hip-hop mm. so that and then you can categorize it into like popping someone's a popper so then you have that and then but it's all under the category of dance yeah but they fall under uh different uh styles and disciplines mm. and depending on the culture that's where they stem from so you're a b-boy first yeah i'm a b-boy first and um it's funny nowadays when i get when i do jobs for like corporate gigs or or just some stuff out of town they'll book me for as a b-boy because i can do all those things that I could do ever since eighth grade, since it just yeah. it just kept in my body that way. So like they'll want me to do power moves, they want me to do flips and tricks and kicks and do a split. And it's like I can do that, but like you would bear, you wouldn't see me in a b boy battle in a jam because. I don't practice the discipline currently every day, uh, um, opposed to like what I do with choreography, and then I teach in my classes. That's the main chunk of of everything right now, and that's what people know me by. They know me mm-hmm. as the the choreographer, um, and there's not really a distinguish like a distinctive style to it. Because um, you could pull from all you can, those exactly, disciplines, right? Yeah. Yes. So um, I saw Honey. 
Yeah, yeah, like Jessica yeah, Alba. yes, Jessica, yes. Was she good? Yeah, was she, okay. yeah, it was good in that movie. That's one of my, f- <laughs> I, I like those, uh, that dance movie. There's some that are like a miss, but there's there's other good ones <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, what was the other one? Save the Last Dance? Save the oh, Last Dance. Yeah, Save the Last Save Dance. The last yeah. dance. Um, That's Julia Stiles, right? Um, yeah. Do you remember? No. I, uh, I, I, forgot her, I forgot her name, bro. I but know. I know the movie you're talking about, the white girl, uh, and then the black dude teaches her how to dance, yeah. and she was like, she and they're sitting on ballet. The, yeah, she I do ballet. remember that movie. You do remember that? Yes, one? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I do remember that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but oh, my bad, man. So that's what you were saying, though. Like you pull from all different disciplines, yeah. for your choreography. Yeah, and yeah. then it just kind of like mixes into like what I am, and then I, I like to pull from emotion when I dance, mm-hmm. which not a lot of people yeah. can do. So with my classes, I say there's the physical form of it where you like per se on the first layer you see it on Instagram you see it on social media it's very flat it's very one dimensional and you look at it in that way yeah. but I want like in the class actually like to say if you were to take my dance class mm-hmm. I try to like connect it a little bit further into um, we'll say into somebody's soul somehow like oh. th- I have them <laughs> I have them pull into like their own experience because they, they can't feel exactly what I feel because everybody's a right. different yeah. experience and then it molds you into be like the person, the unique person that you are already. Uh-huh. You know, I mean we're all born with a different fingerprint, so we're already different. Mm-hmm. And I try to enhance that and tell my students that because people look at stuff on social media and they think they have to con- conform or just confine into like what's cool and what's popular and what's gonna get them a bunch of views and stuff and likes. So they feed off of that opposed to like just nurturing what's already real about them right that they got yeah and so I try to bring that out in my students and once they find that like it's more popular in the adults because they've had more experience and they can connect to what I'm saying but there are a a younger crowd so when I say younger I mean like from ages 5 to 17 Mm -hmm. that's still like my classes but it's more popular in the adults for now just because they can um, attach that to an emotion an experience or another perspective that they've never seen before what's the oldest or What's the, the oldest the, that you've taught? Um, <laughs> yeah. You know what? Uh, 64. <laughs> 64. I still got a chance, bro. I, there's I was still a chance. Worried. You yeah. do. Was, no, you definitely yeah. do. Um, it, it was crazy because he took my class at Millennium Dance Complex where I used to teach um, every week. And he had told me that he had just gotten out of knee surgery oh. like three weeks beforehand. And I teach advanced choreography. So yeah, yeah. I was like... Oh, okay. Are you are you sure you want to do that? Like, yeah. were you a dancer so, before? Or? He was a dancer be- back oh, in the day. Yeah, okay. but more like I can tell because of the shoes he was wearing. Like you can I, you can tell after a while because I, I've been teaching for a long time in like yeah. you know different countries and different states. So I, I've seen a lot of uh, students yeah. throughout my my years. Oh, that makes me sound a little World, old. No, no, no. World, <laughs> worldwide. Worldwide, worldwide, international, international. Exactly. There you go. Let me write that down. Put Sorry, it down. Put it down. Right. It's such a bland intro. Oh, man. I'm missing out on all. No, no, it's okay. Such a bland. It was good. I liked it. You liked oh, okay. it. Okay. I liked good. it. Good. Yeah, good, I felt good, good, so good. like, yeah. gosh, yeah, I a rapper, I messed that actor. Up. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, but when did the teach? So you were you you were b boying yeah. and you stepped away from that. Right? You yeah. Took time off. I, I took time off, yeah. But when did the teaching come into play? Um, actually, a couple years when I'm, after I moved to Las Vegas, because I actually was falling out of dance yeah. um, in Illinois. Okay. I was, like I said, I was b-boying, but then I kind of stopped. I think I was getting more involved with like youth groups. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so like like at church and stuff, church, and yeah. then I was like more into singing. Singing. I actually wanted to be a K-pop star at one point. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to audition for SM and JYP because that was nice. like the big thing. Like at least for me, I went through my K-pop phase. Yeah. So like for four years, I was like really trying to learn the language. Mm. I was like a freshman in high school, so I, I really wanted to do that. I wanted to get into a company, nice. get into some like boy group, and so I was still within the confines of like art, but I was starting to sing a lot more and, and yeah. branch into that. Yeah. And so I was falling off with dance and then I moved to Las Vegas. And then when I moved to Las Vegas, I was in a PE class right at Coronado and I saw this one kid leave. Ironically enough, he was Filipino <laughs> and I said, I seen him leave and they said, Oh, um, he's changing his schedule because he has dance now as um, his elective. So he's not doing PE and that's a oh, PE credit. Oh, yeah. And I was like, they, they never had anything like that in Chicago. They yeah. didn't have the, co the competitive dance teams and they treated it here. They treated it like, you know, sports teams, like a football, a basketball, a track team. Yeah. They would go to California, they'd go to Florida and do the competitions and compete and get funding from the schools and yeah. they would get like these really nice track suits. So I was like, dude, I, I kind of want to try this out. I. I used to dance, you know, yeah. so I was like, okay, let me switch my schedule. So I went to, um, you know, whoever, counselor the counselor, yeah. changed my schedule. I said, let me, let me do uh, dance, right? So the, the teacher, the coach meets me and goes, oh, okay, are you like, are you good? Like, are are, you, do you do dance? Oh, am I oh, good? Am I? <laughs> because they, uh, <laughs> Jane Miller, you, you dance, you dance crew. Yeah, we the, we won. Right. Dance crew. And so she she asked me, and I was like, yeah, because I didn't get an audition because their auditions were in the summer, and I was a new student there, so I didn't know anything about that. So I joined in the fall, like closer to November, and so she gave me a chance. Okay. She gave me a shot, and um, I showcased with them. Uh, did competition that, that junior year, and it was. It was amazing. We went to California. We were placing like we like scored a hundred percent, like a perfect score at one oh, competition. Wow. Um, and then the next year, she promoted me as captain, and that's when I started to take more of the driver's seat of like, okay, now I'm going to really start training in choreography. I'm going to start like enhancing my craft, um, train a lot more, keep my b-boying in my back pocket because that's that was my foundation in the beginning, yeah. and just remembering that and then I started doing acrobats and then um, the competition was serious because then I started I joined um, a local dance crew here uh, they go by the name of Mechami they've been here since 2003 mm. and um, I was with them for about four and a half years and I was with both at the same time. I was a high school dance team captain, and then I was on this competitive team um, after hours, like after school. So it was just dance, 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 dance. Yeah, yeah. And you would think like at the time, like, okay, he's dancing and dancing full time. So he's, he's going to go crazy with it. I was actually getting discouraged because um, on one side in high school dance team, they, they really looked up to me and I, I had it all together, right? Because I was the dance team captain, but right. then I would go to Mechami and I would get, oh man, I would Bully. reality check because oh, they they were, their, yeah. their, um, their level was just so much higher than me at the time. And so I felt so discouraged and like, no, nobody knows this to this day, but I would make excuses to not go to rehearsal just because I was so discouraged. Oh, and wow. I like, I couldn't remember an eight count for my life. Like I would just keep forgetting the choreography and I had two left feet. Like being a B-boy, it's very like explosive and like high flying and powerful. And yeah. then sometimes choreography, you don't know what's going to be thrown at you. So it could be subtle. It could be like, 
you know, a hard hitting. It can be hype. It could be, it yeah. could be a little ratchet. Like you don't know. So like a different tempo. Yeah. And, they're yeah. throwing all these styles at me and I don't have the capacity to remember choreography at the time. Cause as a B-boy, most of the time you're making your own sets. You could be I doing commandos, but like most of the time you're doing your own sets, you're making your own stuff. And it's a lot of it comes from like feeling and freestyle. Mm -hmm. So with being structurized in a choreography setting, I was going down. I was not, it wasn't like going well for me. And so I would make excuses not to go to rehearsal. So that first year I was on that team, I was very MIA and I wasn't progressing at all. So I wanted to give up again. And I, I was slowly was, but if it wasn't for the high school dance team, then I would probably have quit again. Yeah. And then once I got into um, to college, I was like, no, I, I really want to take this seriously. Um, and I, I really want to turn this up and run it up. And then mind you, I, I started going to respiratory school mm. like shortly after. Oh, that's where I got the respiratory yes. therapist. Yeah. Yes, got respiratory it. therapist. So I started going to that shortly after um, high school because, you know, um, my my mother, Filipino mother, um, she's a nurse. Nurse. Surprise. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, no, but she's she's um nothing to take away. She's a very hard worker. She has her her doctorate. She's oh, a professor wow. yep. at like three colleges. Um she works in the medical field in the in the NICU with the babies and all mm. that. Oh, okay. uh, so yeah. she's really shown me the way and the the time that I was active working as a respiratory therapist in the hospital for about three and a half years, um, it really helped me. She really paved the way for me, and it, it was really beneficial. I learned so much, and um, I'm just currently not practicing right now, but I still have um, my license to You're practice. Like, yeah. Okay. yeah, and I still keep it up with like online training and all that, but yeah. I decided to pursue um, dance. But going back it like really was at the same time i was juggling so many things at the same time with dance but people still knew me mainly as the dancer as that dance. i was yeah. the difference was i just had an hour sleep like every day wow. and so <laughs> it's like really not enough hours in the day like when people say that like i was really trying to not let go of dance again for the third time i was really trying to hold on to it because it's like it really helped me through a lot of things and i say like between the ages of 21 and 25 was really groundbreaking for me mm -hmm. i learned so much about myself and i continuously will but those were like the times where I had to rely back on my foundation and what just kind of simply made, made me happy. I had to remember the simple things because um, that was a lot of deconstructive mo uh, phases in my life at gotcha. that time. So, so let me ask you this then, Matt. Was that, um, <clears throat> was that difficult for you? Because, you know, I mean, obviously it's something that you love um, and you accomplish both. But was it tough for maybe to bring it up to mom like, hey, mom, I also want to do, you know, this. like I just don't want to take, you know, um, uh, medical classes or biology classes, you know, yeah. I also want to, you know, pursue dance. Right. Was that tough or was there like an understanding there? Um, it was, it was very tough actually. Yeah. Oh. Um, and we didn't get over that hill until I'm 27 now. Um, I, we didn't get over that hill until I was 26. Oh, like last literally year, huh? last year, like it really, like even through the pandemic and, um, just the craziness that was happening, Still, it really Even wasn't seeing like you on TV. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. On these in these commercials. Yeah. And stuff, still. still, still for such the longest time. And, um, you know, it just really comes from like where she grew, where she grew up, the time she did and like what she sacrificed um, to get here mm, because she yeah. was born and raised in the Philippines. But out of all of her siblings, which she had like nine or 10 of them, uh, she was the only one that came to America, said that I wanted to I want to do this. I want to pursue my dreams. Yeah. I'm going to come here. I'm going to get 
get a better life, you know, for my future kids. And she did that. She risked it all. She had no idea, um, like what you, the U S like had to offer or anything. She moved to Chicago. Um, English isn't her first language. So it was, she figuring all that out. Yeah. Yeah. So she went through that. And so with, with that vision, that perspective and within that time and what she had at, at um, her disposal is different from what I have. So mm-hmm. I understood that, but at the same time, I had to like really sit her down and let her know that like dance was more than just the hobby mm-hmm. that people, for when they first pick it up, you, you don't love it, it right away. Like it's fun is why you first start right. and then you start finding the, the passion through it and all the, like I said goodbye to it. I thought I said goodbye to it twice yeah. before I like really like ramped up with it and really like started to continue with it. But um, uh, with that being said, it was, it was a back and forth all the time. And I still went, I still juggled both of them at the same time. And it, it was kind of like an everyday thing. I had to just kind of remind her like it, you know, this kind of saved me from a lot of things. Like it was something that I, I leaned on. It was something that I poured all my, my emotion to. And that's why my, my choreography is, um, it is what it is because it's my, it's my story. Yeah. And that's why it's not really replicable. And people see it as like an original copy because that's just my story. Like it can't be like we were talking about earlier. Like it's, it's not the same. It's not exactly the same as anybody else. Mm -hmm. And that's what I try to pull out in my students. So it was a really big push and pull, but she's seen it over the years when she's seen me on TV. Um, I did the accolades that you've, Achieved, yeah, yeah. I, I I did a Walmart commercial. Oh yeah, and, yeah, <laughs> she, yeah. She's seen that, and um, you know, just dancing for big artists. Um, and the, there's going to be a time where I dance for T Pain at some point this year. Oh, so mm. I'm like, you know, it's in my sights, it's in my vision, and I manifest a lot. It's mm-hmm. in my journal, but um, I try not to get too excited for it until it gets here because I want to live more present yeah. than having to always like try to live in the future or like try to relive my past um, kind of thing because that doesn't help. No, for me. just here in the now. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. That, that, that's, that's important. And, I, and I'm glad you shared that, the, yeah. the, the push and pull and the relationship with your mom. And shout out to moms, you know. Shout yeah. out. Um, I, I know your story is like many others, you know, yeah. with their mom and dad yeah. just working hard, trying to do it, uh, especially being Filipino, right? Yeah. Right. What advice can you give those I mean, they don't necessarily have to be Filipino having to deal with, you know, parents, not, yeah. you know, not a hundred percent, you know, on, on what you want to do, but what advice can you give those listening? Um, you know, uh, I would say just, um, there's a couple things actually there's stay true to yourself. Really. Um, remember why you started, um, why, why you started doing what you do. Um, if you, if it's the first thing on your mind when you wake up and mm-hmm. it's the last thing on your mind when you go to sleep. It's got to be something important, yeah. you know. Hold on to it. Don't don't let anybody tell you, even if it's, um, you know, not not even in a bad way. Like even if it's like your own family or or somebody that you really do trust, and they're um, telling you one way, but you really really feel like this is something that you love and that's something that's just really important to you. Mm-hmm. Hold on to it. Do you know and pursue it. You know what I mean. Don't forget who you are. It's it's always people remember you by how you treated people. It's not how like yeah. all the accolades that you have and like, oh, they danced for Chris Brown. They did this. They they were in Doja Cat's video. But if you're a jerk, they're gonna remember that. And they're not gonna wanna book you. They're not gonna wanna do all of that because you're you're a hard person to work with. You know, it people will remember you how you treat them. And 
you'll have your time in the spotlight, but remember like father time will catch up to everybody. So it's in, in that, in that area, how you treat people, you'll always still be remembered. Cause I had my chance. I had my turn in the spotlight too. I was the, I was the hot young new thing too, you know, but, um, especially in my kind of field where it's more you depend on your physical body to carry you. And so that age starts catching up, you know, it, it's an athletic, it's a, it's a sport too. Dancers are athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it catches up to you that the next new hot thing is going to come no matter what. That's just, that's just the cycle. But how are they still going to remember you when you're not in that spotlight? Are they going to still keep coming back to you? Are they still going to, um, want to take your classes? Um, you know what I mean? And so, that's one, and um, yeah, I, I think that <laughs> that stems in yeah, with a lot of things. That that goes with a lot of things. Yeah, like another thing too. Um, I need to be more nicer to people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I mean, I mean it, uh, it wouldn't hurt. Damn. Uh, no. <laughs> um, uh, something that I wanted, like uh, piggyback off of that you said, Matt. You know, when you were um, talking with your mom and stuff like that, you know, of how hard she was working. You know, it's it's because it's like it's because of what you did, mom, that I'm able to even do this, you know, yep. that I have, you know, the opportunity um and the drive to do so, you know, that you don't have to worry about like, man, what's what are we going to do to, you know, to eat tonight? You know, it's because that all that work that you put in, mom, it's like now that I'm able to do, you know, this, you know, and pursue my passion, you know, and you still did, you know, respiratory. Yeah. Thing. So it's like, yeah, you got bet the both bros, yeah. best of both worlds. So it's like, you know, shout out, you know, uh, to all parents that are, you know, doing their best and the immigrant parents as well that are doing their best to like give their kids a better life and it's because of how hard they work that yeah. you know that and if you're an immigrant to, yeah if you're yeah. a product of an like if you're an immigrant ch- uh, if Child, you're, yeah, 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 yeah. If you're a product of an immigrant parent, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> like, don't be a jerk. Like, your parents worked hard. Yeah, you know. Right, right. right? And like, it, be respectful. Yes, right. exactly. It took me a minute to understand that, but um, with time and experience, I, I really turned around and like. You know, oh, um, were you an asshole? Bro? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's gosh. why. It was, uh, <laughs> that's why we all Watch have our now. we all have our time, and My we all bad. we all have our chance. You know, sorry, to sorry. um. <laughs> no, I was though. No, I, I really but was. It's the thing and, that you learn, you know. Yeah. It's like, and we all we all got some of somewhat of a phase, you know, when growing uh, yeah, up. Yeah, you know, years and all that stuff. Bro. Exactly. So I yeah. give space and and room for for people to learn and grow. Yeah. So a little bit more empathy and and all that instead of just how I would used to think about it and just like jump on the emotion yeah. that I was feeling. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, what, so. a, what about this, man? You know, you you've mentioned uh, before in the industry, it's like it's really, um, you know, because there, there, there's so many talented, you know, dancers. You know, it really goes into the like you said, the relationships mm-hmm. and how you make people feel. Yeah. Um, was there ever like a project that you did that you were just like, man, I can't stand this person, or straight up just beefing with somebody? <laughs> with man, well, oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I was um kind of. Yeah, it was in an awkward situation. Um, we were I was doing this video for a friend. Uh-huh. Um, it was being shot at On The Record. I don't know if oh, you guys Oh, On The know. Record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was being shot at On The Record during the day. And um, it, it was he was a choreographer. So he was putting his choreography. He wasn't in the video, but he was putting his choreography on like 20, 25 people. So there's like partner piece. It was to a Jay Bobbin song, ironically enough. Look at that. <laughs> And so there was like partner work and then there is, you know, a guy section, a girl section, some some solo freestyles and just yeah. like a colorful wardrobe, right? Going all out. And so I'm go- I went to rehearsal, the very first rehearsal. Again, there's like 20, 25 of us. I walk in and I see 
my ex of seven years. (laughs) And I was like, oh, come on, come on, dang it. And so we try not to like make it awkward. Um, (laughs) I'll save some of the detail, but you know, seven years is, it's a good amount of time. You know, like we've, I started dating her from 18 to 25. So Mm -hmm. that's a good chunk of life. uh, Yeah. Yeah. And you know, earlier I was early life. Yeah. yeah, Right. And I was like, earlier I was like from 21 to 25, that was like my deconstruction phase. So it kind of ties in with that. But so there was just so much going on. And then I walk in and she's in there and I'm like, okay, great. (laughs) And so I, she says hi to somebody next to me and I'm trying to, I'm trying to be okay. Like I'm trying to be cool. Like I, like I don't have feelings for her anymore, but like, but I, like it's I still, said, it's unexpected. Yeah, yeah, oh. it's it's really unexpected. And so, like, I'm standing there. She's saying hi to the guy next to me, and I'm like, I'm looking at her just to see, you know, she'll look back at me. Then I'll smile, smile and give her a hug. Yeah, doesn't look at me. Oh, she called. <clears throat> doesn't look at me and just says, "Hey," when she's walking away. And I'm like, okay, so that's how it's gonna go. Ooh. Like, hey, this really, su- yeah, just hey, I'm like dance battle right now, run it. I was like, okay, <laughs> I was like dance battle, and then yeah. whoever loses has Dang, to leave. You have to leave. <laughs> you really hurt her, didn't you? <laughs> Oh, you we, really did a number we, on her. We That's both why. we both did a number on each oh, other. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, equally. So <laughs> let me write heartbreaker. Yeah. Heartbreaker. <laughs> so that was like one of the bigger ones, and that was just kind of recently. And so what ended up happening was I let her I let her know. She I I let her know what you let, let her, her do. Know. Come yeah. on. Let her know. <laughs> I, I excused myself from the video and I was like, oh, you know you what? Did. Yeah, I did. I, I ended up messaging the choreographer and was like, hey man, like I at that time I was actually auditioning for um Cirque du Soleil. Oh um, shit. Yeah, for the Beatles Love Show at the time. And so I was like really caught up and then I was teaching in LA that same week and I didn't finish my choreography at the at that point. And it's it's LA's LA. Yeah. So yeah. I was like I got to finish my stuff. Like I'm too like jumbled up right now. And so I texted the choreographer and said, Hey, like I I can't do it. And I just want to let you know that like my ex of seven years is there and it just, I I don't want it to, you know, it's your video. Like I don't want it to cause a problem. Mm -hmm. And so I said, I hope you understand. And he did. Um, and then I like continued my week and everything else was, um, pretty successful Yeah, and it was a smooth ride, but that was like one of the bigger ones. Um, and I just feel Way like, to open up old <laughs> yeah. oh, come sorry, on, man. No, I thought maybe, you know, like, man, you Jeez. acting like a jerk. You know what? Like, like not saying, you know what? Dance off whoever, whoever loses leaves. Hey, that, that you would know? happen in high school. Like during, oh. um, our high school dance teams when I was already out here, yeah, we yeah, would yeah. have like. Bad blood, or would like be with like beefing with like other dance teams because they yeah. would win first, and then like, like we would be damn. like, oh no, you suck! Like we we should have won that, and yeah. then we would win, and they'd be like, oh, your guys, you guys were messy, you guys weren't even clean, you didn't know your transition. So we would go back and forth, and we'd be like, okay, dance battle right now. So we would be at the award ceremony, <laughs> and we would make a circle before they started announcing awards, and we were like, dance battle right now, right. and we would start b boy, we'd get in each other's faces, we were like getting real close, yeah. and and all that stuff. So it was like that at that. Point, okay. but <laughs> yeah. so I thought, I thought yeah. maybe something like that happened, you know, <laughs> in your career. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But I guess um, um, to that point, though, it's like, man, it, it, if you're working on projects, it's more than likely like everyone's being professional because they got yeah. into that, they got into that point. Yeah. So yeah. there's like certain um, layers to the dance community, and like they they like to throw around a lot of labels and names. So they'll be like, dance competition community is one thing, mm. and mind you, this is all within the confines of choreography. Okay. And then there's like industry work, and so now you're like doing shows on the strip um, ten times a week. 
you know, five, um, two shows a night, or right. you're doing um, a bunch of gigs with an agency, you're traveling. So th- that's like more industry gigs and like you're making money for it. Right. And then like dance team, community competition, where you do local or out of town competitions, that's another side too. Um, you're more so financing that and you're actually more, you're paying for the studio time and the training. So that's in a different light too. You're not oh, necessarily making okay. money. And when people like, they're like, oh, you guys won first place. Like, where does all the money go? It goes to like the team organization fund or something like that. So you're really in there for the training and it kind of tests your commitment. I was in that side of um, dance for six years. Mm. And then I started finding myself like stemming into different things because you learn what you learn and yeah. then you choose to do what you want with it. People stay in that side or they go into the industry side or um, sometimes they stop dancing or they they become a choreographer. They start doing things out of town. So it just kind of depends what you want to do uh, with the training right. there. But would you, would you say that that's the path though? Like first competition and then going into a professional setting and that's probably the better way to do it? Or is there like, you know, like just go jump straight into, you know, booking gigs and doing projects and stuff like that? Um, there, I guess there's not really a correct way to do it. Um, I've seen people do many ways. I've seen people where they just started going to um, the studio, started training, and yeah. then they people started discovering them through the dance classes, actually. Because um, at this point, and like the past six six to eight years it's been all about like your class videos and your social media hype and how much you can kind of like attract uh, that and then people get discovered just through the class videos so they'll do that or they'll be like on my side I started I didn't really know what I wanted to do but I had a cousin that was on that competition team so I started on that I did that for six years I was on Mechami for four and a half and then I was on another team um, called Genesis um, under the direction of Will Ortega, Will Sunahara. And um, so I was there for about two and a half years. And I feel like that's when my choreography started to really blossom. And people saw me as the teacher choreographer they see me as today was when I was on Genesis because I was really taking up the choreography role. And a lot of like the competition sets had a lot of my choreography integrated in it. And so it's kind of fancy to see now because it's not a team anymore. Mm -hmm. But the the younger generation that learned from us now, and I'm I'm not taking all credit, but when I see them dancing now, you can see inspirations of myself and like the other directors there. That were there. The yeah. yeah, and so it humbles you because it makes you, it shows you like it's it's a cycle and like you're not always going to be the hot ticket. You're not going to yeah. always be the hot young bodied yeah. over there. But it depends on you how how much you fine tune and how much consistency you keep up with it. Yeah. See, he he would say it, it humbles you. For me, it makes me cocky. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, you got that from you got me, that son. From me. <laughs> <laughs> but they know. Oh, like that. In the back of my mind, I know like they know that. Yeah, you know, yeah. and so I'm like, eh. and then you can see it, and even if people don't say it, if one person thinks it, most yeah. likely another person's yeah. thinking the same thing. So, and, I'm, and I'm sure there's um, there's like a respect and appreciation, yeah. um, from the students and or from people that you know that are in the circle, you know, in the dance community yeah. that that like pick up a move, you know, here and there, and all that good stuff. Um, yeah. I wanted to ask you though, Matt, you know, people have blown up huge off of TikTok. Yeah, they really have little. They really have. You know, saying a few little dances. <laughs> have you come across anywhere you're like, man, that's, I mean, that's okay. Or is it like, man, you know, some of these TikTok stars are like, they're they're doing it. Yeah, some of them are really doing it. and um, But there's other ones where we like to like throw that around. There's a TikTok dancer and there's like 
a real dancer per se because okay. when it comes to TikTok you're you're like confined to the phone so like it's a lot of upper body and it's, it's very stationary yeah. so it's like up here but like as a dancer dancer they fully incorporate their body um, I took a shot at TikTok during the pandemic when like nobody had anything to do right. you know, gyms were closed everything was closed and so I took a shot at it and I was like okay it's cool it's cool but then I like started not being able to keep up with it anymore I was more of like the Vine person oh. Oh, the six, vi- seconds. Right. Yeah. Yeah, six, six seconds. Yes, six seconds. Yes. And that's six, when seven. I, yes, yeah. like six, seven seconds. Right. And then that's when I started to get like the majority of my followers actually on Instagram is uh, um, I had a few videos go viral. The uh, six seconds of it going viral. Social media, social, social media, media influencer, <laughs> star. <laughs> but, but yeah, there you go. Put that down. Put that down. Okay, right. there, there you go. <laughs> IG, influencer. IG. Yeah, man. No, because like, um, you know. If I ever take your class, well, you 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 know your your <laughs> level of uh, of teaching, oh, yeah, I probably can't. I, yeah, okay, man. Let me just get it out. I was I was gonna say something that you know um, that you said earlier. You know, what would you do if Paul like, took your class? Man, uh, I would put me in the back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I'd be super glad that you're there, and I would I would say, hey, that's the first step is getting to the studio, oh, getting to the class, studio, okay. showing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, kind of like the gym, you know. Ninety percent is showing up. Yeah, there it is, yeah. man. Because here, here's the thing, bro. I feel like uh, upper body. You know, I got some moves. You know yeah, what I'm Paul, Paul could groove. Up, yeah. Upper body. Oh, but all, I, all body. All body. All, yeah. Oh, see, all, me total personally, body. All total body. <laughs> total gym. No, um, but I feel me personally, like the lower body don't really keep up with, with the, the upper body. With huh? the upper body. Yeah, yeah. like I, I sometimes struggle um, a little bit. So, you know, when we take... Matt's dance class, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I, that, that's what I need help with. The, Matt, the I, lower body, the lower body, <laughs> the lower yeah. body. See, Roland got he he says I got total body. He got total body. Yeah, yeah. he got the I whole got, thing. I got everything. I think yeah. I see it at Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, cocky. <laughs> I showed you. I'm not humble. Yeah. <laughs> I let the people know. Yeah, let them know. Yeah. <laughs> I see it at Tuesday blend sometimes. Hey, I feel like. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and Wednesday. And Wednesday. Wednesday. Blend. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuesday and Wednesday. Tuesday. No. Um, <laughs> Well, <laughs> when you're driving around, like what type of music do you like to dance to? Like not um, even when you're driving around, yeah. but like when you're just, I guess, what do they call it? Freestyle? Like when they yeah. play, Freestyle, I've yeah. seen them do that where it's just, they're in front of the mirror, they play music and they just and they get just down. start moving, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, what is your thing? You know, um, I, my, my music choice stems a lot from like just how much I listened to music growing up. Mm-hmm. Like I was a big lover of music. Um, a lot of people don't know, like they see me as a hip hop dancer. So they think, yeah. oh, you love hip hop music. Filipino oh, hip hop. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, yeah, I love music, but I love hip hop, but I like 90s alternative. Hey. That's my, that's like, like, like that's, semi charm, li- like, uh, like, uh, uh, like a sublime, sublime, and, yes, like all those, what I got, yeah, yes, oh, Santeria, uh, Red yeah, Hot no, Chili Peppers, like all of them, that's yes, Offspring, all of them. So I love that the most, and that's um, like your top, yes, I, I 90s tribute. alternative in, in Chicago, yeah, right, right, wow, oh, okay. so. Damn. And, and a lot of people don't know that. So, okay. um, again, my love for I music. Did. Yeah, see? see? <laughs> yeah. And now you guys know. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but my love for music stemmed, like, really early, like, at the age of three or four. And I was listening to all kinds of music. And so now when I choreograph, um, there's, like, this – they try to categorize it new, like, an R&B alternative-ish kind of, kind of sound. So, R&B So yeah. if I were, like, an experimental kind of genre. Ooh. So it's very, like – euphoric sounding when you listen okay. to it like um hazy and and all that if i can mm. just kind of give a visual okay um i like to yeah. i like to see myself as like different forms when i dance so i'll take on like 
like water bending or I'll feel more grounded and I'll call myself an earthbender. Wait, wait. So if you go on Spotify, <laughs> what would I listen to to, to get so, water bending? So you would listen to artists like Raven Linnae. Raven Linnae. Um, SZA. SZA's more, okay. She's yeah, more popular. SZA. Yeah. Uh, Mahalia. She's a really Mahalia. dope British artist. Okay. Um, yeah. Things like that. Um, let's see. Yeah. But, yeah. Just, but, but, <laughs> But Matt, like whatever it is, though, like you could find, like you could pull emotion, inspiration, you know, style, regardless of music, right? Or yeah. like you, like it doesn't. You could. That's just what you prefer. No, but, yeah. he, but he did. But he did say he grew up in like uh, he, he likes the '90s alternative. Yeah, he likes. Uh, what was that again? The, the sublime, sublime, sublime. And... But but the the water bending one. I love the SZA. Oh yeah, SZA. Well, who was the uh, first person? Uh, Raven Linnae. Raven Linnae. Yeah, Raven yeah. Linnae okay. is really good. Yeah, and like you know, Georgia Smith. Georgia and all Smith. That. Oh yeah, that, Georgia, that's yeah. like yeah. alternative R and B. Yes, alternative like, R and B. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah we got yeah, you. We got you. Oh man, playlist of the week. <laughs> playlist of the week. Playlist of the week is producer Paul's playlist this week. I wanna listen for no good reason. I wanna listen for no good reason. I wanna listen for no good reason to your playlist of the week. Son, where'd you find this? And now it's producer Paul's playlist. Get the full countdown at FNGR this is Producer Paul's playlist. It might be old, but chugga chugga choo choo. No, Producer Paul brought it to you. Producer Paul brought it to you. And then in studio, we got Matt Gobb. You can follow him on Instagram at Matthew Gobb. Hey. Hey. He's a professional dancer. Professional. B-boy. International. Uh, all stages on TV, on the on the uh, Grammys, yeah. uh, Walmart commercials. Yep. He's gonna be be on the lookout. He's gonna be on with T Pain later this yep. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and right before this segment began, thank you for being here, by the yeah. way. And right before the segment began, we asked him like, what type of music do you like to vibe out to you? This type of music you like to freestyle to, like when you're just um, you just you just want to have that that moment yeah. of, of creativity. And, and he talked about you know what? Surprisingly. I'm a ch- I like '90s alternative, mm-hmm. and and that that includes Sublime, which I do like yes. as well. Sublime, Sweet. Uh, uh, Offspring, yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Red, Red Hot, Hot Chili, Chili Peppers, Peppers. Yep. Yeah. Yep. and yep. then and then he mentioned alternative R&B. Yeah, yeah, and, and that was the first time. You know, I don't, I don't know like. I've heard some of the artists. Like you said, SZA. Yep. Yeah. Uh, who else was Georgia that? Smith? Georgia Smith. I've heard those artists, but yeah. I, didn't, I I didn't know they were alternative R and B. Yeah. So, um, and then what was the first one? Ray, Ray, Raven Lene. Ray, Raven Lene. Yes. So I'm excited for this because uh, we got producer Paul here, yeah. and if you're familiar with the show, this is producer Paul's playlist, mm-hmm. and he, yeah. what he likes to do is put together a playlist for you. And uh, okay. the cool thing is he does Sweet. his research. You know. And he likes to throw it down. He he likes to pull stuff like from his back pocket, like you didn't even think of. <laughs> yeah. Like All boom. Right. He's like a magician. I'll, I'll try. He he's like the Nardwar of Las Vegas. <laughs> oh man. All that's right. what that's what uh, I can best describe him as. I oh damn, and I so, appreciate that. I'm excited yeah, now. Dope, dope. <laughs> yeah. and, and week to week he's been throwing it down with uh, with our guests, saying like yes. boom. Yeah, like, yeah. Now you did mention you did mention you uh, wanted to do K-pop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. K-pop. At some point in my life, yeah. Some po- you're, yeah. you're a fan of K-pop still, I'm sure, right? Yeah, yeah, I still keep up okay. a little bit. Um, Paul has yet to... Um, 
uh, play a K-pop Uh-oh. song on this playlist. Uh-oh. But that's okay, though. There's other stuff, because you said R&B, alternative yeah. R&B. And, um, yep, yep. And some 90s. And alternative. Yeah, 90s yeah, alternative. 90s alternative. Stuff I like. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Producer Paul, All take right. it away. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you so much for it. Man, it's I almost... Like, didn't expect that. So that's awesome, bro. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, Matt, as Roland said, bro, that's the thing. I try to do my research, you know, and from knowing you for a little bit and, uh, you know, just seeing the videos and all the work that you've done, I was like, okay, you know, I think I got a good sense of, like, Mm. what Matt likes, um, you know, but... um, And you got to bring it, too, though, because he's a choreographer. So he's exposed to all type of music. Dude, All all kinds, all genres. That's the thing. And honestly, bro, I really like, you know, from the people that I follow on IG and all the social medias and stuff like that, Man, dancers always got bomb ass music. Right, right. All the time. They always got like some stuff I never heard before, some stuff from before. You know, it's just great. Always, always with the hits, you know. And um, like you said, not a lot of people knew that you like, you know, 90s alternative. And so I don't got that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But I do got, you know, I do got some of that. R and B for you. Okay. R&B. It's some wrong by Levin Kali. Woo. Now you can hold it in, but if you let me in, oh, barely hear that. You, you there we go. Yeah. And here's and here's the thing too, man. If I had the skills like Matt had, yo, I'd be trying to consensually just trying to break girls off. Be like, oh, he's always breaking girls, girls off. You know what I'm Everywhere saying? Everywhere I go. You know what I'm saying? Oh. If I had moves like that, where I'd the ladies be, at? I'd just look for Matt. Just look for where the ladies at. Yeah. Just look for Matt. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Whoa, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. So that's, I mean, bro. I mean, that's uh, that's something that I just kind of notice I'm like okay maybe something like this Matt would dance to yes. or have in a video yes. or even just like in general you yeah know? so did you, did you that like that Matt? no one. I what, love that you think? that's something I would teach in my dance class oh. to be honest is it, is it hard like advanced beginner um you know probably a mixture like between intermediate advanced oh, because intermediate advanced. I would incorporate a lot of grooving in that and oh, you guys yeah. mentioned that you, you're yeah, good yeah. at grooving you, you like to do that that's upper where body. It, yeah body. that's yeah. where it stems from a lot more lower body but he's you just combine together combine and then <laughs> I just make a. <laughs> oh, what's the uh, from Dragon Ball Z when they um, fuse? Fusion, huh? Fusion. Or, yeah, I, at first, I thought Ginyu Force, and then from Dragon <laughs> Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we just gonna fuse, bro. Bow. <laughs> That'd be sick. That'd be sick. Yeah, man. So that's um, that's a pretty good. That was a good one. Track, right? Yeah. No, I was grooving to that. Ah, all right. I liked yeah. it. I liked well, it. Let, let me ask you this: What oh. is your? Uh, what is your creative process? You know, um, so like I said, a lot of dancers, they'll either like do stuff from feeling or emotion or it's just kind of like what I feel. Um, if I'm feeling the song or a certain phase of my life and I feel like the song really relates, I'm going to attach to that, to that song. And so again, mm-hmm. I storytell in almost every single piece that I put out there. And um, a lot of people don't know that or they don't know that there's a whole meaning to it. But I, but um, that's what it stems from. So, 
um, anything that's going to catch my my feeling there, and I'm just like, ooh, I like this. Or if I'm just like feeling feeling good that week, and I want to do a feel good like that song, yeah. I'll do that. You yeah, know, I like that. yeah, I like that. Okay, so he, he okay thumbs up, yeah, thumbs up on yes. that one. Okay, no, I like that one. He likes that one. He, no, he would right. teach that to his intermediate. I mean, yeah, come on. you got I can't ask. I hope, I hope the that. next one he'll teach to his advanced. Yeah, yeah no, me too, bro. Okay, okay, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's see, let's see. <laughs> so song number two is mm. run it up. By Snake Ships and mm. Earth Gang. Hey. Mm. Run it up, run it up. Yeah. Run it up. Run it up. Run it up. Is this advanced? Yeah, this is advanced. This is advanced. This is advanced. So bad. Come on. This is on my playlist. Yeah. And for how sure. do you tell someone who's who's taking your class, right? They're taking the advanced class. Yeah. And then they suck. Like what, um, what do you uh do you go, hey, can you go <laughs> back? You go yeah, back. Uh, this class is getting kind of full. Yeah. What what, what, what is your <laughs> what do you tell them? You know, usually um I'll talk to them after class. You okay. know, if I, I notice um, you know, being in the teacher position, you're up at the front in center and a lot of people that haven't taught before they don't know but you can hear everything in the class when oh. someone's like saying their opinion over here when someone's oh. saying they're thirsty when someone has a, a question but they don't want to ask you can right. hear My everything oh, yeah everything yes so you're like you're an energy absorber too because you take all the students' energy, if they're feeling defeated in class, you can tell by body language, they're putting mm. their hands on their head, they're putting their hands on their hips, mm. they're slouching, they're walking away, they're they're walking to the side, they're no eye contact. Like you can tell. So you're absorbing all this energy. And so you know like when somebody's struggling. So after class, I'll usually they'll come up to me, whether like they'll they'll take a picture with me after class or they'll say thank you so much. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It's usually it's usually the younger kids that want to take the picture. So yeah, I'm yeah. like, okay, cool, cool. And I, you know, I was a kid before that wanted to do that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I give space for that. And um, and but minus that, like they'll ask me for notes if they really like are wanting yeah. to get better. They'll ask me for some notes, and I'll either text them or I'll tell them straight up right there. Yeah. Um, but usually I'm out of breath after class because I'll do my <laughs> I'll do my solo for the last one, and they're like, oh Matt, do you have any notes? And I'm like, <sighs> just give me something. <sighs> just, yeah. just <laughs> that's why respiratory, ther- respiratory yeah. therapy. Yeah, I gotta, that's why you gotta do it. In. That's where it comes yeah, in. I gotta. Yeah. Do you ever have um, kids like Rolling, bro? Just like, man, I got this. Yeah, I don't cocky, even know. Cocky I, don't, kids. <laughs> I don't even know if I need to even be like, here. I, I, I can teach the class. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but usually, like, if they don't really know how to dance, but they have the confidence, which yeah. is great because you need to come in with confidence See? too. Okay, All but right. yeah. sometimes they're like defeated after class, and they they just kind of shut down after that, and then then it kind of changes them oh, a little bit. You ever get a student that wants to battle you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, it's usually the kids. Off. There's an 11 year old kid that was like, "I'll smoke you." Ooh, the- wow. <laughs> oh, really? They were like, "Okay." I was like, "I was like, hey." Um, 
you, you know, you got to do this a little bit better or you got to wait a little bit longer. I was giving him some notes and he was yeah. like, okay, thanks. Next class, I'll, I'll smoke you in your own combo. And I was like, what? okay. That's confidence though. That's, That's confidence. confidence. No, confidence. and like the relationship I have with this kid is like, I know like we're just kind of like more brotherly. And oh, so I, cool. oh, I kind of okay. like, okay. I'll like pick on him or I'll kind of push him. I'll give him tough love. I'll see him slacking in class. I'm like, hey dude, like do it. Like you're, you're the smallest one in there. You got to dance like you're six foot five, you know? Damn. Even me, I'm only five foot seven and I have to dance like I was the shortest person at this audition last week the shortest guy and I was damn near the shortest person in the room because the girls were tall because they were wearing heels too oh. and so I was like this almost the smallest person in the room but I danced like I was six foot five there Ooh, it is. you know what I mean you. You so and I was telling I was telling him too I'm like you have to dance like you're like four foot eight <laughs> but you gotta <laughs> dance like you're six, six foot five there it is Yo, you know? yeah, man. and so i'll tell him that and but he'll he'll are you, pick are you a on tough me teacher um i am when i see that you care enough to want to get better if you're just like no i don't want to be in the group video oh no i don't want to see myself or oh no don't pick me i'm not going to help you i'm only going to care how much you care uh-huh. i'm going to care as much as you care so right. if you don't then i'm not going to give you notes but if you do like this kid is he's going to be an amazing dancer he's been dancing out the womb and he's gonna. He's only eleven years old, and um, yeah, I'm talking about this. This kid's name is Caleb. Caleb Anthony Fulgencio, and he's an amazing kid. He's always like dancing and taking all these classes and stuff. And he just started taking my classes. And like I said, it's not that popular with the kids because they can't feel that connection yet. Mm, but he is yeah. so determined to get my style. Ooh. And with my style, you have to be very patient. You can't just be so quick to get to the move. Yeah. And so with kids, they they're so quick to get to the move because at least for when I was a kid, I wanted to show you that I knew the moves. That's why I was so quick to get right. to it. Right, like, look, I got it. Yes, yeah, yeah, because yeah. at a younger age, you look for validation a lot. So, like, you're you're over here, like, trying to show the move. It's like, look, I got it, I got it. But like, you have to wait too. And so he's becoming very mature at an 11 year old age. He's so mature with listening already, yeah. and he's so determined to get my style. So, so yeah, he'll call me out sometimes and be like, Matt, you're slacking. I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, hey, yeah. be quiet. Yeah. I'm like, hey, who, who do you? Uh, okay, there, there's a lot of dance. Like Paul mentioned it. There's a lot of great dancers out there like yeah. uh there's a lot of good dancers here in vegas mm-hmm. who yeah. like who has like a bunch of hype but they really suck like <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, like they don't deserve like okay you you know yeah well, okay let me ask you you don't have to name them yet okay okay if, if you don't want to. okay <laughs> do they exist here um, are there people like dude what do you yes yeah <laughs> they exist heavily here a lot of a lot of a lot of people with hype right like, like, yeah are you asking like opportunity wise like why are they doing that or just like skill in general both 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 okay yeah. gotcha. so um for that example i know i know some people that get a bunch of opportunities yeah and they don't train they don't train on a weekly basis they don't treat themselves like the athletes that we are you know they don't yeah. stay on like um, the healthy eating tip or they're not training at all oh. or they're just they're getting all these gigs because they know, they know the person they know you know and, and you know in a lot of industries in our entertainment industry for sure they say it's it's who you know yeah. you know yeah. and yeah. like that that skill you can be mad talented but that's just like the one lucky person but most of the time in auditions they already know who they're gonna get they already know because they know the choreographer or they they trust them that's why they want to get them because yeah. they trust them but that's not like obviously fair all the time you 
you know? Yeah. So um, with that being said, I know lots of people that just play that card where they know the person, they right. book all these gigs, but you know, you know, damn well, like, uh, when, yeah, like they don't deserve the money that we're getting because they don't even have like the same credentials that we do. Yeah. Um, and then on top of the credentials, again, they don't do the training. They don't do the training. Yeah. And they have like, no respect. Yeah. No respect for yeah. The, it's for like, craft. Yeah. it's like the dancers that do train, we train at all these studios every week. Mm -hmm. And some of us are teachers too. And we're gigging around. So it's like, it's a, it's a small community, but it's also big at the same time because I feel like Vegas is very transient where like I see a new wave of dancers like every four months I'm like oh, like who are these people so like people that move away and they come back they're like who is this? I feel like super new here. And I'm like, yeah, it changes every time. So if you're wow. not staying relevant, yeah. then like you're just going to be wiped off and people are going to be like, well, who is that? And I'm be like, you don't know who that is. Like they actually help make this community because Vegas is still super new with their culture opposed to like a Chicago or a New York where their culture is embedded for years <laughs> right. and years and years. Yeah. Vegas is still semi new. So like I tell a lot of people that, you know, you got to realize today that we're like the innovators and we're the foundation of building this Vegas culture. So wow. we all have Damn. to support and and we all have to be there for each other because at the end of the day, like you really think, why isn't this person reaching out um, to this person or making this connection? It's either ego or it's just like really petty drama that doesn't matter. Within there's a lot it. of that. Yeah. yeah. And it that. won't matter like yeah. when you, you know, like in another life or just kind of getting more deep in that, like it doesn't matter like small things like that or yeah. it's like ego. I'm like, why don't you reach out to them? Like, oh, you think you're too good or something? Right, or that, that's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. And it's like, you know, like we're building this Vegas culture. We are actually the innovators of what's going to be in the next 50 years when they say, oh, well, what was that? And, and this and that and, and all that. Who made, who made this up? Who brought this to life? And yeah. oh, these people right now, like right mm -hmm. now in 2022, like us, Making like what we're doing is we're making that culture and people forget that they don't even know that they don't even they think don't. that far no no you gotta <laughs> think that far ahead yeah. if you really wanna absolutely um, perfect your craft and, and you gotta respect it yes Who, who's hot right mark. now Who? yeah leave your mark who's hot right now who's hot right now um let's see well Joaquin Howard he um he was a mentor of mine ever since I got out of my first uh, competitive team. He's actually booking um, all these dancers uh, for Cromwell and for um, there's a show called Rated Red at Area 15 oh, that happens every okay. Friday, Thursday, Friday. I don't know if you guys have checked it out, but he's been in the game for a while. He was born and raised in Las Vegas um, and he's been paving the way for everybody. Uh, for a long time and um, I actually had him teach at my event called Experience Dance Convention yeah talk about the, that yeah, yeah. Uh, so the very first year when I started that that was right before the pandemic that was January of 2020 mm -hmm. before yeah. any of us knew what was going to happen in March okay. yeah and I started that actually and now it coincides with that seven year relationship because I found out like you know just awful stuff after the relationship and that kind of what what triggered me to pull the trigger and say, okay, I'm going to do this dance convention. One of, yeah. my, one of my dreams was always to bridge the gap and help people and give them opportunity. Again, just this like uh, helping Vegas culture kind of thing. And so I wanted to make that connection to the industry and I wanted people to know like, okay, if I were to come to Las Vegas, who's there? Who am I thinking about? Yeah. What's the names that I can go out there for? And it had been working, you know what I mean? So I made that bridge of connection and now like Vegas is Vegas is Vegas and has so much talent. It just needs to be like put on that spectrum. Mm -hmm. People need to see it and then people need to support more, you know? So um, I started that. Joaquin taught and um, a series of teachers taught from out of town. I had people from LA, from Seattle, oh, and then um, people in town from here. Oh, uh, someone from Florida, um, 
and they 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 are like on World of Dance, they're on the Grammy Awards, just like just like myself. Like they are people that the dance community and industry really respect. So I brought them all out, and you know Vegas showed out. They came through to the conventions, and then they really um, that rolled into like smaller events with experience, and then it turned into like the podcast that I was doing for a little bit, mm. and. Um, what was the name of your podcast? Experience, Experience. podcast. I was oh, just nice. kind of like revolving it around that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then um, from there, uh, fun fact, the first event that I did with Experience, um, that was fully funded by myself. Like that was just kind of a passion project and I was just really committed to that and I was really passionate about it. So I did that all with no sponsors, no nothing. It was just coming from what I was making at the hospital wow. and I just threw the whole event and that's how I really got close to, to Ness and um, all those guys, shout out, shout yes, out. yeah, shout the ones out that like yep. hold it down at Tuesday Blend. That's how I really got close to them, and that's when Tenes really was like, "I like this guy. He he'll pull the trigger and he's and do it. yeah, and yeah. do it." And that's what I was always known to do is like, "I will, I'll do it. Just give me a date, and I'll do it." Mm. You know, and I think that's what kind of separated me from a lot of uh, that, at least the dancers here, and um, started making like we were being more of an innovator than I was a follower at that point. Cause I knew I had the leadership roles. Um, I learned that early from my mother, mm -hmm. but um, I knew I wanted to make a difference. And I knew that there was something bigger than myself that was going to last a lifetime rather than just only think about myself and yeah. what I can get for myself. You know? Bro, that's that legacy talk right there. <laughs> yeah. Man. That's that legendary. You got to yeah. start thinking like, like I know in the future, future, but at the same time, be present, but be present. So it's yeah. so yeah. hard, man. It is. Yeah. It's an everyday, you know, you're juggling with it every day and figuring out, figuring out life, you know? So when I, when I see people, like I always try to give more of an open, uh, open arm personality and just like, you know, how you been? Cause I know, it takes somebody that's been in the dumps to to really know what that's like yeah. and be there. I say the nicest people are the ones that had to really go through it, yeah. or at least understanding, at least, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, because when I met Matt, bro, at Junction, you know, yeah. shout out to everybody over there, you know, it, it was like, man, we've been homies for a long time. Oh, and okay. it was like, we just met each other. Yeah, yeah. But, you yeah. know, it was just Such that, nice. it was just that, uh, um, that kindness, you know, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. you know, that like the that effort, you know, mm -hmm. like, oh, let me say what's up, man. Yeah. You know, because easily, bro. And I know you probably have seen it before. It's like people are quick to be like, well, like, what can you do for me? Or like, oh, you know, yeah. Or or who's this? And uh, yeah. When like, I was like, oh, he's up. a dancer. I was like, OK, that's Matt. He's a dancer. I want to battle him. Yeah. Oh, hey. Hey. <laughs> Woo. Okay. Yeah, get, oh, hey. Let's go. Boom. Watch out. Boom. Pop, pop a beat. Ah, oh, my hip. Ah, oh, my back. My back. Man, you got any notes? I was like, oh, you got shit. any notes for me? <laughs> At the end of the Hey, man. Uh, hey, man. Any pointers? Yeah. How do I get this back? <laughs> I like the uh, my favorite dance crew, and you might think uh, uh, the Future Kings. Yeah, Future Kings. Some of them are out Future here, Kings. and oh, they're originally they? from Chicago. Yeah, I yeah, was gonna yeah. say that, that's what I was gonna say. Like, do you uh, you uh, dance with them um, they teach at the same studio that I teach at which is at Prodigy and they were they actually had a video that they uh, wanted me to be a part of um, but you know like everybody's uh, busy and they have their own things so it's just kind of like if you can catch us on the right schedule then cool yeah, but like yeah. if not then it's fine but then the no most worries, yeah. yeah but the most recent video that they put out they were like um, reaching out to a lot of Vegas locals wow. uh, to be able to be in the video and stuff so there, there's a few of us that are representing in there but that's, that's not cool. me myself yeah, yeah. 
they're, they're my favorite right now. Yeah, I, yeah. I like, I like those guys. Yeah, they're really, they're really cool. And we, we go back. And they're still here in Vegas? Some of them are. Okay. Um, and some of them visit frequently. So, but I mean, they, they're they, from Chicago, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, and they, yeah. they coincide with like Tuesday Blend events or like oh, they were nice. there at CMXX and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah they're around. All that good stuff. Yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah. Song number three? Yeah, song, song number, number three. three. Three, it better be oh way <laughs> better than advance <laughs> beyond advance. L- listen, man. Um, for song number three, I just wanted something feel good um, okay. that we could, you know, Sheet. finish the playlist. Is it, is it, okay. is it K-pop? Playlist? Is it K-pop? <laughs> hey, do you, hey, hold on. Do you, do you like BTS? Yeah, they're dope, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, they're, they're so dope. good. I like yes. the butter. Butter. That's a good. Song. There's a lot of them. There's yeah, a there's a lot of great songs. But but dynamite though. isn't dynamite? dynamite? I think I auditioned to that song before. Oh yeah! Oh, <laughs> so, oh no 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 no! Uh, it was smooth a smooth like, like butter. Yes yes, I auditioned to that song. Oh yeah! Oh here we go. Yeah, so it's not K-pop, but um, but he'll never play K-pop. No, that's not true, man. Don't say that. Don't put that out there, man. He hates Koreans. No, no, I don't. No, I don't. He likes Korean barbecue. That's I like Korean barbecue. Me too. And I like and I like Koreans, man. Chill. All that hype earlier, and then he don't like Koreans. No, man. This is like I was saying, Matt. This is just um, I wanted to end it on a feel good song. You know, something we can all prove to. And yeah. you know you really can't go wrong with some seven 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 by Silk Sonic. Hey. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> This right, I like this one. Better, this whole thing, good, not as good as the other two. The second one, not as good that as the one second oh. one. That one hit. Yeah, the second <laughs> one hit. Yeah, this one kind of. This is not a bit beyond advanced. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's semi semi advanced. Yeah, intermediate. 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 Back down. You're going back down. To, I'm sorry. Sorry, Paul. You're back down to intermediate. Damn, man. <laughs> Keep it up. You're going to beginner. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. Every single playlist, you know. That's okay. I give it my all. You, you know? As long as you give so it your all. Interview, yes. And, as and long if as you're you confident. And yeah. as long as you're confident. Man, this playlist is the best, bro. I don't know what you're talking See? about. See? And it just amped it up that much more. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, Future Kings. Was, yeah. Who who else uh, do you like, um, or do you like Future? You you do rock with Future. Yeah yeah no. Okay who definitely. Else? Who, what, what else um, can we be on sure. the look? At? Yeah I just want to make sure I don't know if there's beef. <laughs> no no no. Like, these dance battles. No, you don't no, know no. what's going down. Like, I it's know. crazy. Yeah you never know huh? <laughs> but uh, you know I think <laughs> I like Jabberwockies of course they're yeah. they're a classic and I actually seen them. I have a lot of friends that are doing the show right now. Oh, okay. Um, oh. So a lot are of are they still. Uh, Number one, or I know yeah, you know they're they're more so of like the classic OG people now, the people that have uh, paved the way. But they, again, they don't need to compete anymore. Yeah, they don't have to because people, their household name, people know who they are. But yeah. like I said, everybody has their turn in the in the yeah. spotlight. Um, 
you know, and then Kinjas had their time in the oh, spotlight Kinjas. too. I yeah. really like the Kinjas actually. Yes. They're good. Yeah, most definitely. I like those guys. Such dope individuals. But I think I'm more so like on the tip of like individual like uh, a dancer choreographer than like groups right now. Okay. Um, I just because I think I see like that's where my career is going as well. More of like in the direction of a director choreographer mm-hmm. and like still a dancer, but like more on the individual side. Mm-hmm. But um, you know um. The Netherlands has a lot of really Mm -hmm. extremely high level dancers there and that are very fundamentally sound when it comes to hip hop style. Like uh, Toby D. Duran, um, you have uh, Kenzo Alvarez, uh, Sheila Tukolan. Like these are from Amsterdam, Netherlands. Yeah, Amsterdam, Netherlands. And these guys are so embedded in hip hop and just like the culture of being an artist because they're also um, rappers, you know, DJs. Yeah. Uh, producers and all that too so they're just very deeply and rooted in that and like my favorite b-boy b-boy menno is also from amsterdam so they just have it going on over there and i yeah i really want to go there yeah i was gonna (laughs) say do you do you do stuff out there like no not i haven't touched that yet i think um i in the philippines that's like another top of my career um, I was in the Philippines and I taught a dance group over there and they're very popular there. They're oh, what's the mastermind? mastermind? Mastermind. Yeah, Shout Mastermind Philippines. Mastermind. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Didn't the Philippines win Hip Hop International? Yeah, yeah, that was like a thing where they won yeah. it one year. Uh, I was there that year actually. I forget. I think I was still like in high school or like yeah. first year of college, but uh Philippine All Stars. All Stars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, okay. yeah, they're they're crazy. They're still they're, around? Yeah, yeah. In a good way. They're super crazy. Like they'll do the craziest flips. They like yeah. moonwalked on air like they had two people hold their feet and made them do the moonwalk motion so they weren't on the floor but they had them doing that motion holding them I'm like these guys are crazy but they risk it all because they have a different view on like what it is to to uh, really have discipline and commit like they come from a side where like you buy them bottles of water and they're happy like it's not it's not about like what kind of car do you drive or like your status it's it's just all more simplistic but Mm -hmm. that's that's really the key is like that's what makes them happy genuinely and so they go for it like their lives depended on it and that's why it's so different like japan like philippines other places too you know but they just india yeah they just go all in yeah yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. Indie, like Bollywood and stuff yeah. like that. Bollywood, They're dope too. Yeah. yeah. Yes. They're really good yep. they, with their r- routines and stuff. Yeah. They, they fully commit. And that's the thing. Like I noticed, like, um, like you could tell, it's it's more like, yo, what could we do to entertain this, you know, audience crowd, you know, whatever, uh, to like the highest level. Yeah. You know, something crazy never seen before. Yeah. And um, and it's just so entertaining, man, to watch because it's like, damn, like how do how do these people even do that? Yeah, know, to get their body to move that way, and you know, just it's, yeah. it's just something special. Yeah, on top yeah. of the training, there's also like so much chemistry that needs to be done. Oh, so yeah. you have yeah. to do you have to do lots of like team bonding stuff team or team bonding. outings because you got to trust each other. Like you're doing all these crazy Cat things. Or yeah, and then you got to know like being clean with each other. Everybody has to be thinking at the same page. They got to be on the same count with the same uh, what we call this texture, like how you're getting to the move. Yeah has to all be the same you know so you have to really trust in one another and if that trust is like not there you'll see it on stage like it's it's Open not through. gonna have yeah. you heard of a nappy tab yeah I, napoleon tabitha yeah yeah, yeah. Napoleon they're, Tab- they're a married couple they're a married yeah, couple. yeah yeah oh. so so can you explain this to me um because i you know i 
I don't know much about dance, yeah. right? And I know like they're pretty accomplished. Like I see, yeah. I see like their accolades and all their, you know, the resume and just like so oh, many. Oh yeah. Like, but like, what what do they actually do? Like, what is their thing? Because I they did it for, um, I guess they like uh, Jabberwockies, for example. Right. Like they right. they put together. Their yeah. mu- one of their shows, or when I don't they were know. at the oh, Luxor, I, Luxor, I the Muse I see, I think, yeah. is what it was, and I didn't quite understand. I thought like they make up their own dance, but then they're flying in, like yeah. uh, nappy towels are coming, they're coming in. Are, are they actually doing the dance moves? Right, um, you know. So I know as as much as I know, which is limited on their story, obviously, um, but. There's, so there are like power couples, like we like to say, that uh-huh. do stuff like that. So yeah. they do start off as how we all start off is like dancers. Yeah. We're training. We're in that, right? And then you start – that's where a choreographer's like role starts to come up if you start to really market yourself and you really start keeping your craft up to up to par and like you really make your way through the industry. That's an example of successful choreographers. Yeah. Now they're seen more as like the directors. Directors. They're, they're giving directors. direction and they're giving choreography. Okay. They may have that young two, three assistants that are like 18 to 21 gotcha. that do the choreography. Um, but it's it's Napoleon Tabitha's choreography. It's the Nappy Tab's choreography. choreography. That's, that's their print. And they're giving direction Got and they're it. telling you the what direction. to do. Yeah. But the dancers and the assistants are the ones that are executing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So they fly them in, give them the big bucks. Um, to get to make the whole show, but they're like, just not physically doing it. Got it. I was a little because conf- uh, I didn't. Okay. Know. I was like, yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. So they can actually dance like that, yeah. and then at the same time, the same breath, they're doing like Cirque du Soleil, or you know, they're they doing uh, they did. They choreographed uh, the Beatles Love Show. Yeah, and I'm like, whoa, they can really dance. Like, yeah, like, these, this couple can really dance. They're yeah, really good. but but yeah, they. So I see what you're saying. They they provide. Yes, they could dance. They are dancers. They are dancers. Um, yeah, but they really provide the direction, direction. the direction, and the service, and. and, the and service. Yeah, you give them that creative direction. They take care of all of that. Like they make sure like staging, the flow, staging, yeah. Everything. It's a they make the production and the people that execute it are the the dancers, the, the younger dancers. bodies. The, yeah. Yeah. And the show so hopefully like I, I wanna reach that point to where like when I physically can't be on camera or I can't do it as good as like the younger body can, then mm-hmm. I wanna be the one that's giving the direction, the choreography, because I have my own vision too. And I was always about up upping my craft and leveling that up first and foremost. So other names like Nappy Tabs and Keone and Mari, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, Keone and Mari Madrid, yeah. uh, they had a short on on Disney Plus. Yeah. Like they and they won the award for that. It was like a little dance short. And yeah. they were like, oh, yeah, so like they did that. And like that's really when you see them actually physically dancing, but they're also taking the role of like, you know, um, direction and, and doing all that and stuff. And you're looking to move into, or I mean, I'm sure you're already giving direction, but yeah. to up your, you said up your. To be able at that status. At that status yeah. That's yeah. where you're heading. Yeah, most definitely. And again, it's like, it's a, it coincides with um, um, who you know, how well you network and market yourself. And then like, Training, like that's the foundation. Is you can be a really good networker, but like you'll only go so far as like how much your body can actually do mm. and how much knowledge you actually have. Mm. And if you're not learning consistently, then you're only pouring. You're gonna make your 
cup will be empty eventually. Like you're not refilling it with anything new. So hence why I took a break from teaching. I was teaching classes for four years consecutively, whether it was out of the country, out of town or in Vegas. And then I stopped because the mixture of the pandemic, I was giving myself too much to all to this hospital work yeah. and I was running through the ground and then I would have to still make up choreography for, for a whole nother crowd that was like completely opposite of what I was dealing with in medicine and then going into dancing. Right. But it was still giving my energy every time. So I had to take a break and then I started training and then I started picking up the weekly classes again, but I trained real hard within that time. Yeah. Yeah. To prepare for it. Yeah. Yeah. Run it back. Producer Paul. All right, man. Song number one is Some Wrong by Levin Kali. Mm -hmm. Uh Song number two is Run It Up by Snake Ships Mm -hmm. featuring Earth Gang. Mm -hmm. And then uh, song number three is 777 by Silk Sonic. Bruno Mars and Anderson Pat. Hey, if you need advice about love, life, and everything in between, Matt Gobb is here. Matt Gobb is here for you. (laughs) Submit your questions now on Instagram. And on Facebook. At FNGR Podcast. FNGR Podcast. Man. Matt, you good at giving advice? Um, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. You mentioned yes, the, the seven years thing, right? The yeah. Seven, the, okay. Yeah. All right. Learned so, a lot. Yeah. I'm I was sure. saying he's experienced. experienced. He's been there. He knows like he has that wisdom. Yeah. And, and he mentioned it himself. Like, you know, a lot of people like they got to go through stuff. Yeah. For, for them, you know, like the nicest people and like just, yeah. getting that wisdom. You just got to go through things. You can't just, hey, I'm read a book and then you oh I'm an expert no you gotta yeah. really live it no mm-hmm. you got to yeah, yeah. alright let's, let's run it alright man first Ooh. question comes from Gabe 32 years old from Hoboken New Jersey Hoboken New Hoboken. Jersey Hoboken hey mm. shout out shout out Gabe writes <clears throat> my girlfriend of one month went to Vegas Ooh. and told me that she had too much to drink and ended up dancing with the guy in a nightclub <laughs> <laughs> and they made out what? Damn it, Matt. Uh, Matt. <laughs> Where's the ladies? That was that Where girl? Ladies Where the ladies at? I didn't <laughs> know she had a boyfriend. No. He's in New Jersey. He's in New Jersey. You know, don't Okay, guy. okay. So she, okay. Uh, he writes, she did tell me about it, which is honest. You know, it's yeah, the honest I mean, thing to do. Yeah, right, right. Uh-huh. But I'm still mad. Yeah. Who wouldn't be? But do you think this is forgivable? Ooh, so let me run this back. Run it Gabe, back. Run it back. Gabe from Hoboken, New Jersey. Yeah. He's 32 years old. His 32. girlfriend went out to Vegas. Yeah. Went to a club. Uh, right. Met Matt. Yeah. And then Matt Whoa. made out with her. Uh, yeah. 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 And then, uh, but she did admit to it. She did admit to she, it. Yeah. She fessed up. Yeah. She fessed up and, yeah. and told Gabe, like, hey, I made out with Matt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Gabe was like, you know, he's being honest, but I'm still pissed. But damn. Yeah, but it's a know. month, too. Yeah, yeah. Mm, okay, yeah, one month. One month relationship. One month, yeah. Mm. But it's official. But, but Matt mm-hmm. don't care. Matt said. <laughs> one year, one month, don't matter. Yeah. Don't leave the girl around me. <laughs> nah, uh-uh. man. If she throw it back, <laughs> it's for mm-hmm. Matt. Woo! Oh, that's a good one too. I gotta keep. I gotta write these down. I know. I know. <laughs> write them down. Write them down. So, so Gabe wants to know: Is it forgivable of what she did making out with Matt? Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, have you ever been in that um, position? Not not the not uh, making out with the girl. I mean, uh, we all know that's we all what you know do. That's what you do. <laughs> but have you ever had a girl? Have you ever had a girl that you know went to Vegas and um, made out with another guy? You know what? This actually kind of hits close to home. It's Ooh. it's still not it's not me directly, but my cousin. She visited from Chicago here, oh, and she man. did that. Oh. She she did that, and. 
you know, I knew she had a boyfriend already, and that's your cousin. Yeah, and so that's where it gets tricky because yeah. um, I, I knew the boyfriend. They had been dating for a couple years, Ooh, right? Oh, and she's normally pretty responsible, but I guess when people hey, come to Vegas well, and let go. the they stigma with out. Vegas, yeah, yeah. They wild out. the you stigma with like, Vegas, they just come in and just <laughs> yeah. wild out. And so I okay, at the so club, this was at the club. This was at this was at two places with two other guys, oh. with two separate guys. <laughs> and so that's shout why out to your cousin. Yeah. That's why I said this gets tricky. And so the first time was actually with. Um, He's no longer my friend, but and maybe not because of the situation, but like other things, he's just not a good person. But yeah, um, someone that I thought that was a friend at the time, I told him I was like, "Hey, man, so my cousin, she gets a little wild when yeah. she drinks." Yeah, um, okay. I was yes. like, "She has a boyfriend though of like <laughs> four matter. years." So I told him that, and I was like, "You know, if you could just like chill and not <laughs> like don't take advantage of her oh, because right. like, so you know, because she gets real friendly." And so throughout <laughs> yeah. the real. <laughs> throughout the night, I, I'm an observer. So throughout the night, I was like, I was waiting. I was, I was, I was kind of like watching. They sneak off to a photo booth. Oh. The dumbest thing. They start like they're both drunk, so they're like kissing while the pictures are going off in the photo booth. Oh, and then they, and then they come out and they're like, oh, uh, we didn't do nothing. And then I pull out the picture. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Oh. <laughs> and I was like, look, you guys are kissing. And I was like, bro, I told you like just as a homie, like don't because I know man. she yeah. gets really irresponsible. Why? And so I got like, I was kind of mad but i was like you know what this is not really my situation but i i, I do care because you're my you're my family right yeah and so the like in the next two nights we go clubbing cool. at at uh, uh no 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 at hakasan we go with friends and then all of a sudden like we were drinking we get a table you know it's my birthday yeah. and i just turned 21 hey. and so it, we get a table we're drinking we're having fun and we go to the dance floor at that time like they're already like messed up Ooh. and um they're going to the dance floor i'm like looking around i'm looking around and then i see my her friend yank her from the guy and was just like what are you doing oh. just yelling at her cock block cock block and I, and I turned around and i was like what did she do again? Oh. And it was like with another guy. And then yeah. so they were like getting on her she case lied. about it. And then what made it worse is that we went to the, the friend's house like as an after party. And then we <laughs> caught them in the car. And I was like oh. with another dude. Oh. And so I'm, I'm like, I'm like, yo, she just needs to I'm, move to I'm, I'm like, cousin, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, cousin, you're making it real hard for me to like be on your side. <laughs> and so I did get mad at her and I was like, okay, you're being really irresponsible right now. And it's been like a couple years. And so for the, for this guy for that this, was like, Gabe, yeah. Gabe, like it's only been a month, man. And I'll tell you like. I just take it as a as a red flag, Ooh, I guess. Yeah. For me, go. for me personally, <laughs> personally, because I say if I put myself in that situation and like somebody did that, it's only been a month, really. Mm. And I, and this is just me comparing to like my situations right now. Like I'm I'm talking to somebody and it's been about three. Yeah. Three months. So, so I think like how I feel at this point of time, and if Ooh. I were to get the news versus oh, like, yeah. yeah. So I was like, that's a red flag, and I think you should really take that. And um, people wall out in Vegas, but I don't know, like. My question is, where were you at? Like, why aren't oh. you there? Why aren't you there with her? Gabe's like, I, I got no word. I'm on a It All right, all right. Matt, Yoda Love Expert. Yes. You know. All right, we got another question right okay, here. Okay, okay. I believe her name is uh, pronounced Mercy. Mercy. Yeah. Mercy. Mercy. 24 years old. Okay. Okay. Bell from Bellevue, Washington. Shout out. Shout out, Bellevue. Hey. Mercy writes, I met a guy 
at the gym, mm. and he's about 11 years older than me. Uh-huh. Okay. So she's 24, 35. Uh, 35, uh, okay. Yeah, 35. That's clean. That's clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we have been... <laughs> clean. Yeah, clean. Yeah, that's clean. We have been, <laughs> we have been casually dating for a few weeks. Mm. Okay. And uh, you know what it is. Um, I don't feel weird about our age gap. When I added him on Facebook, I noticed he knew my aunt. Oh. Oh. Uh. But I recently found out he he briefly oh. dated her. Oh. <laughs> oh. That makes me feel like I don't want him to meet my family, and oh. I hate feeling like this, but I do really like him. Yeah. Should I avoid meeting? Should I avoid them meeting or be upfront with my aunt? Ooh, let me run this back. Mercy, 24 years wow. old, from yeah. Bellevue, Washington. Shout out. Shout out. Uh, so she met this guy yep. at the gym. Um, yeah. 11, 11 years, years older. 11 years older. So she's yeah. 24, 35. Yeah. Uh, but then she, uh, you know, so they're casually dating. Right. Okay. You know, yeah. a few weeks now. Yeah. Um, and then she added him on Facebook and, oh, there's a friend. <laughs> there's a very, common yeah. friend. You know, <laughs> mutual, mutual friend. Mutual friend. Mutual Her friend. aunt. Yeah. Yeah. And it turns out they used Aunt's to date. Uh, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. So they, it turned out they used to date. Now she doesn't, um, you know, she doesn't want them to meet. Yeah. She doesn't want her, she doesn't want the guy to meet the family. It's just awkward. She really likes him. Um, but should she, she's asking us if she should avoid them meeting or Mm. just be upfront with the aunt saying, look, I'm banging your ex or whatever. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, let me, so mercy, thank you for writing in. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Thanks. We got, we got a, we got an expert here. Yeah. Thank goodness. (laughs) Thank goodness, Matt's here. Yeah. Uh, so have you ever been in the position where, I don't know, you used to, in this situation, you're the older guy or you're the guy. Yeah. And then. Like you hook up with, with the, uh, like uh, this one girl, and then she's friends with another girl, yeah, or related to related another, to another girl, n- another girl, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Very um, experienced. I'm very so glad you're here. Oh, yes. man. I'm so glad the love oh, expert is here. It, oh, thank goodness. Dang, it happened to me back in Illinois, and I was um, talking to two sisters at the same time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think they're only like three years apart, and I I remember yeah. when it hit me when they both texted me and they were like, "What are you doing, baby?" Baby. And I was oh. like, at the same time, and they both knew because I told them I was like, I even texted them and I was like, you know what? This is kind of weird. Both yeah. of you asked me the same thing at the same time. <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening. I don't want to like make you guys fight as like, you know, you guys are family. So, yeah. but it's happened to me it's before. To you. Which yeah. one did you pick? Um, the younger one. I picked the older one. The older one. I picked the older one, and the younger one is definitely she came up. Oh, like, she, came up. she came up. <laughs> For the younger one, because the younger one has a chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. And that's, the, the older yeah. one can make the mistakes. <laughs> yeah, you know. And it's crazy that we're talking about like uh, age and all that stuff because uh, the girl I'm talking to we're seven years or six and a half years difference. Oh, okay. That's okay. that's she's the, older, six years. No, older. I'm older, oh, and okay. that's older, so I kind of relate to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides the aunt part or the uncle yeah. part, right? But. Um, I find like the little differences in it, even in our age gap. Like I'll say, like, "Oh, do you know this person?" And in this movie, and they were like, "No," and, and, and they're like, "No, huh?" And in my head, I'm like, "You were like five, and I was a teenager already." That's probably why I was watching uh, 
Teen Nick. I was watching Teen Nick, and you were watching like Nick Junior. So I was like, oh dang, I gotta remember that. And I'm like, it kind of hits me. But then I think I'm like, six and a half years isn't like the worst. It's still clean. No, it's still clean. It's clean. My wife and I are six years. Yeah, see, and I mean, it's not that bad. But that's just the youngest I've ever went. So like, I go through these new things and think like, oh okay, I'm the older one, and sometimes I do have this like teaching moment when it comes to her but I don't see it in a way of like oh I'm like your father and I'm like trying to teach you like I'm just I'm I can just, reprogram yeah. your circuitry girl I can re- yeah. Yeah. don't mess with me girl <laughs> let me give you this update I can, I can update you right so now I see it a little differently but yeah. it's and so I kind of relate a little bit yeah. to what like she's asking but so the, the age and yeah but I would definitely say like take it in steps like if you want to tell your aunt first like maybe make that a, a whole thing and set that out and make space in your mind and your heart for that uh, and just do that and take it in steps like you don't even have to do that in that chronological order like you oh. can you can wait a little longer you said it's a couple weeks like wait a little longer yeah. see, yeah, 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 see yeah. if you even like the guy that much yeah. said, <laughs> to keep going and like make that commitment to You're go to the years next older right he can, wait. he can wait he can yeah, wait yeah. family right away either yeah he's just messing with you girl All You're right for what you gonna do <laughs> yeah see how it unfolds first and then yeah, maybe man. start thinking in those steps, but take it each step at a time. You don't have to think all of it at once. Right. Taking you know? steps, Mercy. Taking yeah. Steps. There Taking it is. Steps. There you go. I like so. it. Yeah. Very, very organized. <laughs> very organized. If you need advice about love, life, and everything in between, Matt Gobb is here. Submit your questions now on Instagram I'm and here. on Facebook at FNGR Podcast. FNGR Podcast. <laughs> now it's time to say sorry. First of all, we'd like to apologize to all the people who suck at dancing. Yeah, sorry. And sorry. if you've taken uh, Matt, <laughs> Matt Gobb's uh, class. his class and, yeah. and he put you in the back, sorry. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Sorry, it is. sorry guys. Sorry, so sorry to the uh, to the older sister. To the older <laughs> sister. Ah, sorry. Sister. Yeah, you know. And the younger sister. Sorry. Oh, man. The younger uh, sister came up, though. She did come up. I'll give up. her that. Sorry. I should be saying sorry. Shout out to the younger sister. Uh, <laughs> sorry that. Roland said that I don't like Koreans. That's not true. Uh, I love all people. So, sorry about that. Um, who else? Who else, man? I, who else? I, I think we're good. I don't think uh, we didn't offend too many people. No, 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 not really. Yeah, not really. Yeah. Sorry to the 64-year-old that came to class and had knee surgery. Oh, yeah. He ended up walking out at the end. So I'm like, I told you beforehand. Sorry to you, man. Sorry, sorry to you, man. A quick recovery to you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Matt, Matt, God, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Did you have it's a good a pleasure. time? Yes, I did. This is my very first time being a guest on a podcast okay. episode, so I was very thrilled to be here. Okay. Yes. Okay. Be sure to uh, thank you for, for being here, and be sure to follow him on Instagram yeah. at Matthew Gobb. Uh, also follow uh, Experience Dance LV yes. at Experience Dance LV. Find out yeah. more information there. Yeah. Um, anything you want to promote? Um, experience uh, Dance Convention Yeah, Experience Dance Convention. I have um, a lot of things coming up for myself individually. Um, my class is at Prodigy Training Center every okay. Monday at 6 p.m. Okay. If you want to catch the vibe. It's only an hour class, so and I teach at Millennium Dance Complex sometimes as well, and Culture Shock Las Vegas. Shout out to all my uh, family, to my mother, to my brother, to my auntie, hey. and to my, my god brother. To your cousin too. Yeah, to my cousin too. <laughs> Shout out to you if you're listening, sorry, I kind of put you on the spot, but I didn't. I didn't say your name. I didn't say your name. No, no, so no, no, no. it's all good. We kept, we kept it out. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to you. Shout out to you. <laughs> 
This is For No Good Reason. Thank you so much for having us on. You can subscribe to the show now. Go to FNGRpodcast.com. And of course, you can always follow us on Facebook and on Instagram. At FNGR Podcast. FNGR Podcast. My name is Roland. And it's producer Paul. And remember, do good and be good. For For no good good reason. It's For No Good Reason. Hey, bro, you killed it.